Hello, hello. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm actually kind of excited for this week because, you know, when you just need a little bit of a change yeah. in what you've been doing. And I, ra- I took that and I ran with it. And I hope it's going to be a good story. Well, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> yeah, without further ado, let's get right into it then. I'm Sonia. I'm Maddie. And welcome to Grimm. So, this week, I've decided I think it's an appropriate time to switch from, like, the straight-up, you know, like, ghosts and and ghouls and stories that we do to Mm -hmm. um, maybe talking about the story of a lost treasure. Oh. Yeah. I love um, a good lost treasure. Right? Like, yeah. It's still out there, but like maybe someone could find it someday. Like maybe that someone could be us who find oh it my someday. God, yes. Our own outer you know? banks. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this one does take place in Colorado, though, so not not exactly like the outer banks, but still, you know, an adventure, a treasure. But still, an adventure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I figured I could take the word paranormal and twist it like almost 180 degrees but it's fine yeah no i think it counts (laughs) thank you thank you yeah yeah. i'm gonna make it count (laughs) perfect perfect so this story actually takes place in the winter of 1880 in colorado and there were three prospectors and to be completely honest i fully thought that was something from the past like which like i guess it is but like prospectors is still a word that we use today which I think is kind of wild. Like, if you look it up, it's like, oh, like, this is the definition. It's like a career. Wow. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't know it was a career still today either. It sounds yeah. very much like an old-timey, like, gold rush thing. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, like, the search for gold or petroleum or, or whatever is, like, timeless. And, like, if you're doing that, you're technically still a prospector. That's true. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so they were prospectors. And the three men in question were E.J. Oliver, S.J. Harkman, and H.A. Melton. And um, I don't know what their first names were, but you know what? I do like a good initial last name moment. I feel like yeah. that's quite fun. Yeah. Mysterious. Yeah, yeah mysterious. Exactly. <laughs> like, you don't know what they're really called. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be fun. <laughs> um, but they were working around two miles north at the time of an area that's now known as Dead Man's Camp in the Rocky Ooh. Mountains. Not a good, Not a good place to be near. Not a good place to be near. So at the time, it wasn't called that. So I think they were like, oh, this area is totally fine. Like, we can just go hang around these rocks or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And they were actually around 7,500 feet in elevation in the mountains. So it was quite high up. And as you can imagine, I feel like there are tons and tons of stories out there about, you know, like, climbing mountains and being at that height and then like a flash storm coming in Mm -hmm. so it's dangerous to be up that high especially in the 1800s where like there's no real you know rescue equipment really yeah true so times have changed since then (laughs) um but they were basically up in this area because they were prospecting in the san luis valley which 
prospecting is a thing, apparently. <laughs> um, I find that really wild. Yeah. But it's a good word, prospecting. Yeah. Um, so they were at the top of this mountain, 7,000-ish feet in the air. And they were doing their thing. I actually don't really know how prospecting works, but they were doing it. <laughs> and they realized at you know, some some point in the day before they had turned around to go back to the camp, they had realized that it was getting colder and it was getting darker and it was getting windier. Uh-oh. And that sudden drop in temperature is a bad sign if you're isolated at the top of a mountain. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> with no shelter, with no way to get down, like it's yeah. not it's not good. And so the sky started getting darker and darker, and one of the three men realized that it was a blizzard that was coming in. Oh. And when you're that high up, a blizzard is not good. Yeah. And they realized, you know, based on where they were, they didn't really have enough time to find shelter in the storm, so they were kind of left scrambling. And like I mentioned, they were north of this area that would be called Dead Man's Camp later on, Um, but it was pretty impossible to get to the camp in the conditions that they were facing because it's, like, one of those, like, like kind of a shelter area. Mm. Um, So they were going to have to make it down to there to to be safe from the storm. But two miles is quite quite a far distance in the cold and in the blizzard when you can't really see anything. Yeah. Yeah. So where they were... They basically decided to huddle together for warmth on this ledge by a canyon's mouth on the mountain. And so they were all, like, getting as close as possible to try to wait out the storm when one of them saw an opening, um, a very small, very small opening, in the rock wall on the opposite side of the canyon. Okay. And somehow, they were able to make it to this opening. And somehow they were also able to light some crude torches for light and heat after squeezing through the gap into what they hoped would be some sort of shelter. And honestly, that sounds horrifying to me as someone who, yep, I think (laughs) maybe from all the TikToks that I had been getting about like people going cave diving. Oh my God, that looks horrifying to me. Yeah. Yeah, Like, that's like a fear of mine. Yeah. Like granted, you know, there's air above the water <laughs> but still that feels like a yeah. suffocation risk to me yeah um but i mean i guess like you're stuck in the middle of a blizzard in a canyon like you're gonna yeah. have to take the one type of shelter that you can get yeah they don't have many options they do not have many options but it worked out for them nice. so they squeezed into this really small opening and it actually opened up into like a sort of passageway and apparently that passageway had these several other, like, branching off rooms, pathway kinds of things in different directions. Despite the fact that it was, like, really narrow and really short, like, less than four feet high. So they were, like, crawling. They were crawling through this, basically, a cave in the side of a mountain. Um, and personally for me, if I was able to find some sort of shelter in a mountain in a blizzard, I would stay put as close to the exit yeah. of the cave as possible. I think I, I would agree. Yeah. I feel like we're very logical people. <laughs> yeah. Very play it safe. <laughs> but the bad part about playing it safe is that you don't typically find treasure. That is true. Yeah. So they decided to go explore. 
for some reason they were like there's a passageway and it branches off into multiple different rooms let's go explore where it goes um but i will say they were smart and they all stuck together it wasn't like one of them like went in a different room or whatever which would have been i think really stupid but they all decided to follow this one passage that led deeper into the mountain and so they get through this passage and it ends in almost a 20 foot long room that was kind of described as a very vault-like chamber like in the mountain like they're Mm. they're going into the mountain right now and they're finding this like giant room in the mountain Mm. and if you remember they're they're carrying these crude torches like luckily they were able to like find some sort of light and heat but like if you can imagine there's no light in this cave except for your torches yeah that is spooky yeah and so basically you know it's like the flames are kind of like flickering light over the wall and that's how they're seeing like they're not seeing a lit up room they're seeing like what they can see from the firelight Mm. and that's when melton tripped over something And so he looks down, and he realized that he had tripped on the first of five skeletons that were scattered around the floor of the cavern. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. But I think that's where the name Dead Man's Cave comes from. Yeah, because they went into the cave and they found five dead dead men. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, they, for some reason, stuck around in this okay. cavern with five skeletons in it. Interesting. Um, I can only describe that as something that a white man would have the audacity to do. Yeah. But that's just <laughs> me. Um, but they did end up like continuing to explore the space even more, and they noted these shelves that were kind of carved into the stone walls. And each of these shelves contained these, like, weirdly shaped stones, almost, or what they thought were weirdly shaped stones. So, obviously, they all did the logical thing, and they grabbed these weird stone things from the shelves that were carved into the wall of this cavern with dead men around it. Mm-hmm. Um, before they realized that they weren't really stones, and they were also really heavy. Like, okay. heavier than a stone would be. And also really dirty. Like, they were covered in, like, layers of, like, dust and grime and stuff. Okay. And so in the firelight of these torches that they had lit, they kind of scraped away whatever was on the surface before they realized that the stone wasn't a stone. It was a crude bar of gold. Mm. And the rest of the shelves must have these same, like, blocks of gold. I thought you were going to say a skull before you said it was heavy. (laughs) (laughs) A skull would be, like, what, seven pounds? I feel like that's a pretty... Yeah, probably. Average weight. This yeah. was like heavy, like like a like a block of gold. Yeah. So they ended up grabbing five of these gold bar lump things before they decided mm-hmm. to backtrack towards the entrance and wait out the storm, which I think was really smart of them. Mm-hmm. Um, in some versions of the story, there's like a pile of rocks in the corner that was covered in dust. That made it seem like, you know, these rocks had been there for centuries and centuries and centuries. Um, and then when they went to investigate these rocks, they realized that it was around 400 gold bars, which were imprinted with a Christian cross and an inverted carrot. So, 
I mean, but like still, like the concept is the same. It's a cavern room in the leading into the Rocky Mountains that's filled with gold. Mm-hmm. It is the gist of it. Um, but they were actually able to make it out of the cave in the mountains, and somehow they waited out the storm, were able to squeeze back out of this hole in the wall, and they went over the pass to Silvercliff in the wet mountain valley where they basically went immediately to this appraiser to get them valued and this is the crazy thing right they, they took five of these bars of gold and there were about 395 more left in this cave wow and these bars of gold the five that they got were valued at 900 dollars each oh my god right and that like that's a lot of money for you know 900 dollars like times yeah. five yeah today that's a lot of money in yeah. in that day in the 1800s that has the purchasing power of around twenty six thousand seven hundred dollars oh my gosh times five yeah. wow. with like more than 350 left in this cave that they just left yeah you better make sure you can find that cave again <laughs> right yeah so some stories at that point say that you know they learned that the gold was Spanish origin, I think, gold from mining operations 400 years prior. Um, So, like, it was it was a legit stash of gold, is what that was. Um, And apparently, according to the Denver Times, the news of this like big discovery kind of leaked, and all three of them became basically instant celebrities. so, of course, they were questioned over and over again about, you know, the location of the cave, mm. but none of them budged. Oh. That was, yeah, none of them revealed anything about the location of this cave. Um, and they held very steady, despite all of the pressure from, like, these reporting agencies and from the public and from, you know, everyone else around them. They they never said anything about where the cave was going to, like, was located. That's wild. Right? Did they ever like, go back? Yeah, so that's the thing. In secret, the three of them made this plan to go back to the treasure cave site place. And um, they said, you know, like, as soon as the weather improves, as soon as it's spring again, the cave is going to be really easy to find. You know, it's they'd been there before. They'd been there in the snow. Like, if you're in the snow, you might might as well be able to find it when there's no snow on the ground. But the unfortunate thing about the winter versus the spring in the mountains is that everything changes when the snow melts. Mm. Everything. And I don't think they took that into account. Yeah. So, you know, you have the snow melting, you have the leaves returning, the flowers blooming, and the landscape is different when there's plants and animals and and growth. Um, So they couldn't remember where this mysterious cave was, you know? Mm-hmm. As hard as they tried, they couldn't figure out where they were. They couldn't figure out how they got to the canyon. They couldn't figure out where the entrance was. Um, and honestly, I think mostly because, you know, like, it's the mountains. There are a lot of canyons, and there are a yeah. lot of rock faces that, like, could have caves in them. Yeah. And they tried multiple times over the spring, over the summer. They tried multiple times, but all of their attempts resulted in failure maybe they have to go back in the winter maybe that's, that's what problem. i'm thinking as well yeah. yeah i think it needs to be like a high adrenaline situation because the universe mm. just like gave them the cave and it saved their lives and yeah. that's what they need that's what they need True. Uh, yeah and over the years as well they frequently went back to the area but no joy could not find this cave which is sad. Yeah. 
in one of the weekly newspapers in the area, um, the Fair Play Fume, reported, quote, the men slipped off in the spring, but they never found the dead man cave. They went back frequently. Many others went back frequently. Nobody found anything, end quote. And to this day, as far as anyone knows, the rest of that gold is still out there, you know, just gathering dust on the shelves of this mysterious hidden vault cave thing in the Rocky Mountains surrounded by skeletons of five people. Um, Oh. Yeah. (laughs) It's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Honestly, I feel like people are talking about, you know, like, um, like rock slides and like whatever changing where the cave is located but i feel like eventually Mm. something's gonna open up maybe it's like shifted and instead of like a cave straight into the mountain it's like a hole in the ground oh yeah but i feel like it's gonna reveal itself one of these days yeah yeah and there were like two miles north of like a campsite that's true, yeah. And like, sure, it's called Dead Man's like campsite, <laughs> whatever you need. It's, like, it's it's a little bit sketchy, but <laughs> it's a campsite. <laughs> Is it still a campsite today? I think so. Yeah, I, nothing yeah, I that I like... read suggested that it wasn't. Yeah, I feel like that means it's like a high traffic area, kind of. Yeah, or at least a trafficked area. So. Yeah, like a place that people can get to and then hike two miles. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like it's gonna be found one of these days. That would be fun. That would be fun. I know, right? Um, And the newspaper is actually still operational, so I've linked the article in the description if you want to read it. It's one of those, like, here's the article and then, like, pictures of scanned PDFs. So sometimes it's a little bit hard to read some of the words, but it gives gives an overview of the story and and what they were searching for. some old timey uh, vibes too you know yeah 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 (laughs) exactly you know if you want to get back into the zone of being in the 1800s yeah might as well (laughs) might as well read it um but yeah that is the uh paranormal story that i have for you this week just kind of about some treasure buried in the mountains which um you know it could be haunted skeletons i feel like it counts like it's like a legend you know that's, yeah that's, that counts as, that's what i was thinking i yeah. was like this is like a like a story a folk tale a legend um thank you for validating my emotions yeah i love a good legend so honestly any if you want to do any more feel free oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i might i might take you up on that oh <laughs> we'll see for the week after next what what happens okay um yeah, that is that is just about the story that I have for you this week. Um, do you have any last lingering questions, comments, concerns, thoughts? Um, I do not. No, just that's fun. It does kind of sound like <laughs> the third season of Outer Banks because they found gold in a cave. Spoiler alert. Maybe maybe it was uh, maybe they were based on this legend. I think it was more it was more like El Dorado-y, but oh, fair. It does sound pretty. It does sound similar. So yeah. You know, El Dorado was a good legend. I do, I do, I do enjoy. The story. Well, you should watch Outer Banks. <laughs> I really need to. I it's it's a good show. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Well, um, do you have any uh, life updates for us? To yeah. Change the subject. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, I am not a morning person, but I woke up at eight a.m. this morning and went on an eight-mile hike. So, oh shit <laughs> yeah my roommate really wanted to before we left school and so i was like yeah okay, i'll do it Damn. so yeah that I, is really impressive it was honest yeah it was pretty good the weather was nice 
and I feel like I just feel so like much better after like you know being outside and exercising and I haven't been able to because I've been like so stressed with schoolwork lately that I just like this whole semester I really haven't been able to like exercise much because I feel that I'm either just trying to de-stress or trying to do my work so (laughs) I mean I guess exercise is a good way to de-stress too but I always just sit and watch a show I feel that I relate so hard yeah so that was very nice that is oh that's such a good life update oh my god I really like that (laughs) Thanks. Do you have any life updates? Nowhere near as fun as that. I've just, I've been doing the opposite. I've been sitting and I've been stressed and I've been like not really doing work. I'm in that like, oh, looking at the paper and trying to like pray that it's done one of these days, but not able to actually do it phase. That is the worst phase to be in. Yeah. So I really just need to get my shit together, you know? (laughs) You got this. I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I, I hope I got this as well. You do. Yeah, that was a really yeah. sad life update for me and a really good one from you, I will say. <laughs> well, hey, we'll swap it next week, all right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't we both have good life updates next week? I feel like I feel like we yeah. both deserve a win. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's all I have to say. Unfortunately, do you have anything else that you'd like to add? I do not. All right, do you want to spiel us out? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at Grim Podcast. You can like us, follow us, DM us. And from our profile, there's a button to email us. You can email us at thegrimpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us thoughts on stories we have covered, stories you want us to cover, or life updates of your own. We also have a Twitter, which is Podcast Grim, and a Facebook, which is Grim Podcast. And other than that, just leave us a good review and tell your friends and family about us. Yeah, and we will see you guys next week for some true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, stay safe out there, you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.